and uh, yeah. Right. Die! Die! I was gonna not do it. I was gonna not do it, but you did it. Do it. I was going to say nothing. You were the one who you went first. You were going to do it. I could You're see the, the one look in your eye. Nah, it was you. And you ruined it. That Thanks was all you. The intro music that was all you. the 1240 Hangover Cure <laughs> podcast for another week. I'm, I'm Rodders. S- I'm sorry. And I'm Harv. And that's sorry Harv over there. But it wasn't me this time. I did not ruin the intro <laughs> music. That was all Rodders. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, well, it's not really morning, it's not is morning. it? We were doing no. this one really late. You couldn't be more wrong, Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> you fucking idiot. Wrong. <laughs> it's a bit of a late record today. You're so. going to cooperate, right? Have you got one of wrong. him saying good afternoon or good evening? Because nah, just good morning. You should get uh, Jim Carrey. Don't bullshit me. Jim Carrey from... Um, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. What's it called? Truman Show. Well, good yeah. afternoon, good evening, and good night. You can you, you know you can use whichever one's appropriate. Well, get it uh, ripped off there, Harv. And right, uh, I'll work can, on that. I'll, I'll can, work on that. We can add them in. All right then. So uh, yeah, welcome. Hello world. Uh, didn't say hello world at the start. No. Gotta make sure I say that. I was thinking of changing that to g'day world. <laughs> what do you think? Well, it's more Australian, isn't it? G'day world. G'day world. G'day world. From, from fucking down under. From. From down fucking under. Couple of good old ockers. Couple of old bush tucker men. What about Howdy World? It's a little bit... Nah, I don't like it. What about... um, Too Southern American. What about... um, Not South Americans. Good day to you, world. No, g'day world. G'day. I'm changing it to that. (laughs) All right. It's it's all all your choice. I really haven't got much of a preference. If I say it fast enough, it, it it sort of sounds like I'm calling the whole world gay. Gay world. Gay world. <laughs> uh, so welcome back. Uh, welcome back to us. Um, we didn't uh, do one last week, did we? Yes, we did. Did we? Yes, we did. That's how quickly I forget. So yeah, we I did number it, 18 last week. This is number 19. Out of my mind as soon as we did it. Look, I can't really let you go on because there's a really <laughs> urgent matter that we need oh, to yeah, attend yeah. to. Are we, are we under attack or something? What's we are it? under attack. What's happening out here? And I'm not talking about we as in Western civilization, although you could probably argue that's No, you're that's being true. more specific. I'm you? talking about us, you and me right now in this place. The everyman. Yes. The everyman. The everyman. Everyone in Pakenham. Everyone of every race and every creed. And we do have pretty much all of them here. It's a good... uh, We're all under attack collectively. We need to get together. We need to form a neighborhood watch or something. And we need to stop the terror. We need to stop the terror. Let's start at the RSL. We'll go to the RSL and GM up there. I'm going to play the news story because I don't want people to believe me. But we've we've already reported on this two from two the terrorist news. attacks from in the Pakenham. news, right? This is this is the legit news. Or, or well, is it legit? Channel Nine. That's like the <laughs> the most legit one. It's not Channel Seven or it's Channel Ten. Packer owned network. It's not that that dodgy ABC. Oh yeah, they're pretty dodgy, aren't they? Anyway, I'll play it because this is urgent, and I really you know we, we shouldn't make. Right, put it this. out there, Harvey. In this case, is people don't know. When Tita Lim and her staff went to open the family cafe this morning, they were confronted by exploded glass and police tape. Family cafe? Is that 127 or whatever? There's a bum in there. Initial police reports suggested a Molotov cocktail had been hurled through the shop front around 2am, but arson squad detectives soon discovered the attack was far more calculated and brazen. (laughs) (laughs) They did the arson squad... To get it rid has of arse the, in it. To get rid of the bum. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> no, that, 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 that took place. You know where Nando's is down... Um, down um, Mc, 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 McGregor? McGregor Road. You know, if you turn left at the end of uh, Henty Street and yeah. there's that bank of shops down there. There's a oh, Coles it's that way. Okay, yeah. It's down there, I'm thinking I think. somewhere else. I'm thinking more central packing. No, it's not on Main Street. But that's they've already attacked Main Street. Why would they attack the same place twice? Yeah, they're going to yeah. put the fear everywhere, don't they? So we're under attack. Uh, there's terrorism everywhere. I'm a, I've already got my bags packed. I'm just waiting to, uh, you know, sell everything up and get the hell out of here. Because you're, you're a prepper. I am terrified. 
absolutely well, gobsmackingly the terrifying. Old, uh, the old ISIS uh, crew are winning, then, aren't they? They're winning the mind war over you, Harvey. Well, they are. And I, you know, I woke up this morning. I didn't know whether to put on the brown underwear or the red underwear. Yeah, which one was it? Was I going to just shit my pants or was I actually going to be physically injured? Well, who knows? Could you be know? both. Could, it, Could be when both. you live in Pakenham, it can be either. You've got to be on high alert. All you know for sure is that you're not going to have any kind of peace. This is definitely at least going to be for mostly fuck's sake, Don't get your breakfast at a cafe because... No. Well, cafes are out now. All cafes. Yeah, they're gone. And it's uh, it was near a chemist warehouse, so all chemists are out. Chemist so warehouse, yeah. I've always won't be able thought to get the that drugs. was a bit of a haven for terrorism. Oh, they breed them chemist there, don't they? Chemist warehouse. Yeah. yeah, they breed them. Those like yellow, uh, you know, uh, looks... windows that you can't look through. Yeah, that's right. It's very secretive in. in there. It's all very. You never know uh, what's going on in there. No, you don't. You just you can't be too careful. You be on burn ultra high alert if you choose to go into chemist warehouse. People. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just so much terrorism in our fucking backyard. I just <gasps> Decent. don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> So, there's I mean, a there's a lot of other of, stuff going on, but, but this is the stuff that's important to us. You know, I don't really care about the Federal Reserve or the Illuminati anymore. I, I don't care about the U.S. elections because I'm now in physical danger and I'm just thinking about that. I can't get past that. You know, I can't think about Syria, the dead children. I can't think about that stuff, OK, because I might be a dead 41 year old very dead, soon, dead, uh, a dead man child, if you will. And that's well, just this as is, bad. This is, it's just as bad. I've got a theory on this, Harvey, and it's, you know, they're not exactly packing them in down here. <laughs> oh, no, it's not a joke. I never haven't had a chance to launch it yet. <laughs> so, yes, I did steal that. But uh, what about at the packing them in? It's, are they packing them in at the packing them well, in? Well, probably not. You know, I was thinking hmm. this, hmm. I was saying this could be, you know, sort of the gentrification of this area. And uh, gentrification is, for those of us who may be uninitiated... And it's similar to what happened in uh, Compton in America. A lot of people might be across that that uh, fairly popular popularised gentrification of, of an area. Yeah. Uh, Dre talks about it on the um, album Compton, I believe. I've been listening to that quite a lot recently. And I've uh, been rinsing that a little bit, but... Uh, Not sure yeah, if he... Basically he the, probably couldn't rhyme gentrification, though, because I don't think he's actually used no, the No, he word. explains it, I think, in a lot more simpler terms, less yeah. syllables. Um, yeah. But basically, it's, it's the deliberate lowering of the property value in a particular area in preparation for a... a you know, a large conglomerate or just rich people to move in and yeah. take over and redesign the whole place to their liking. Get rid of all the bums. Well, it makes sense, doesn't it? Well, uh, so if, what do they? What do they do? Do they just? Investor? Yeah, I guess it does. If you're a property investor, do they start like bombing cafes and shit? Do they? Uh, well, that could be part of it. Yeah, buildings set on fire and stuff it would you know? work. That that's would the work sort of stuff sure. that's done. Yeah, it's happened before. Who's to say it wouldn't happen again? Well. Uh, you know, uh, my philosophy is if it's happened before, it probably will happen again. That's right. It's very likely, isn't it? Yeah. Very likely. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on from our um, our incredibly dangerous... Well, we'll park it. I don't think it's going to go away It'll be forever soon. in the back of our minds. You know, just this podcast could end at any second. You if, know, you, we, if you hear a, like a vibrational sound in the background, that's me trembling. Okay? Yeah. Just trembling. Where if you hear like a clicking sound, that's my teeth chattering. You gotta have nerves of from steel. Fear. You gotta have nerves of steel to, to you know even to live in Packenham. To live in Packenham now. In in twenty years time, there's gonna be rappers talking about this suburb, Packenham. That's right. It's, it's yeah. gonna be the Compton of the future. Packenham's you know, it's quite a good word to put in raps, isn't it? There's quite yeah. potentially you could rap a lot with Packenham. Yeah, you? rhyme one thing with Packenham. Smackenham. Oh, I like that. That's pretty good. Uh what else have I got? Dacking them. That's pulling their pants <laughs> pulling down. Pulling their pants down. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what we need to do some of these terrorists. That's how we get rid of the terrorists. We start dacking them. Uh, <laughs> stacking them, work. I guess. Stacking them. Yeah. Every, so anything with um. Racking them. Yeah. That's, that's playing pool. Slapping them. Slapping them. Slacking them, stacking them, and smacking them. I guess anything with an um. Yeah, with the yeah, yeah. yeah, You could just rhyme that with that. Or it has to be acking them. Sort yeah. of. It can't be like Eminem and them. It can't be, you know, plucking them. Plucking them. <laughs> so you could rhyme that. Well, you could. You could work that in, I guess. But you'd need other words. 
at the back of them. Yeah, you at could, the back of them. You yeah, you do lots of yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's right. There's a few different words squashed in together. That's that's referring to anal sex at the back of them. <laughs> I take my bitches at the back of them. <laughs> in packing them. Anyway, uh, after dacking them. This doesn't quite rhyme with packing them, but Frank's been zapping them. <laughs> it's not the, bad uh, though. That's a that's yeah. a good segue uh, into. Uh, well, he's dead now, but um, oh, I've been. I see. I didn't know. Now I have to grieve. I have to start grieving. Well, sorry, but well, uh, give me a moment. Had enough. Yep, that's it. I didn't even know. Yeah, I didn't really like him that much. You resolve things very quickly, don't you? Eventually. Yeah, I'm pretty tough when it yeah. comes to dying. It's people dying. I don't like to dwell on the past. No. no best to move you know? on. Best to move on from that. Yeah, I like to move on quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Frank, uh, I've been watching just a couple of his videos because he talks quite level-headedly about the existence of uh, MK Ultra and stuff in the music industry and mm. in media and stuff. It's interesting, and, though, how many stars that, that you find actually have spoken out about it. Well, Tupac was all about that as well as a big thing. Big yeah, his Illuminati and all that stuff and uh, the conspiracy theories surrounding his death. Yeah, it'll be inter- interesting to see what they put into the movie because that's a Hollywood production, I think, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's been done before, I think, mm. sort of a documentary style on him. But, um, yeah, this is a, a lot this bigger budget. This is dramatised, though, right? It's a full-on oh, yeah, sort of drama. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't I, know how much truth will be to it. it. Definitely see it, yeah. I think I won't be alone either. I think a lot of people will go see that. It'll be pretty popular, I think. Mm. It's good. uh, You know, it's all about timing for these movies, isn't it? They do the market research and the timing of it. Yeah, maybe there's a time has passed where people have sort of only just forgotten about Tupac. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, Tupac. He was a a prophet, wasn't he? Yeah, well, I mean, he's got got that status now, hasn't he? How much stuff did he get right in, in the raps that he did? Yeah. Predicting the future. I mean, he's been sort of put on a pedestal uh, since he died, probably quite rightly, because he was very um, outspoken and uh, influential and uh, very talented. So, oh, yeah, a lot of rappers would cite him as influence because of yeah one, just because of his catalogue. He did so much stuff consistently, you know, at a certain standard, which was you know pretty good, mm. especially for nineties mm. um, when. You know, production standards were probably lower. They um, were. He yeah. he definitely like rose the standard in that in that regard. And he used to like just smoke blunts all day and rap. Yeah. And he would just do as many songs in one day as he could. That's that was his work ethic as well. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, unreleased material of his too, isn't there? Like, there's a lot of uh, unofficial biographies and documentaries yeah. and stuff on his life. Speaking of which, I saw that they're releasing a book. From Lady Die. So she's been dead for whatever. What is it now? 15 years? What? Well, they've got like tapes of her or, uh, you know, therapy sessions or something where she speaks. Tapes? They've got tapes. It's from tapes. And they've made a book. Is it and a book decided, on tape? Yeah. And now they've got like... Will you know, it be a book on tape? Can I listen to it? Well, the... it probably will be narrated by Stephen King, I Book believe. on tape made from book on yeah. books on tape. So it's, it's like Lady Die, in her own words, used obviously without her permission. Um, you know, whatever, and it's supposed to like be, reveal more of the story. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah, what more do we need to know? She uh, all the stuff about Camilla Bowles and all that stuff. You know, there was like, you know, I'm, I'm but sure she, she had her killed. I don't know. That might be. I haven't seen. I haven't read it. So I'm I don't just know. I'm just speculating. I don't know. Well, you've just you've I don't just know set off anything. my conspiracy alarm. I don't know anything. Let me just reiterate <laughs> that I know nothing about it. <laughs> but I think Camilla Parker Bowles. You should tweet that. Was involved. <laughs> what happened to Princess Dog? My layperson's uh, opinion there is exactly. Yeah, it was a conspiracy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what about the Zap anyway? Zap? Yeah, I just want to. I just want to jump to uh, uh, to Mister Zappa here because he had some very good words on what the media has become, and this is a this is a good. I just thought of this because, and it doesn't fit in at all with what we were just talking about. But uh, I thought of this. Never mind. Earlier, yeah, <laughs> because it's a good. It's a good way of explaining why you shouldn't watch a lot of news because a lot of it isn't news it just yeah. simply isn't news is any of it news anymore that's what i would ask well that's I mean, right i mean it's, it's it, majority you could argue now anymore. that a lot of what you see commercially is just not news it's not news at all all right i'll play the clip well, let me give you an example of a cnn technique okay once upon a time there was a news story that was announced by the, the anchor mm-hmm. like this uh, 
Dan Quayle will now be involved more in government policy-making decisions. So what do we see for videotape? Here's George Bush. He's wearing a white shirt, he's got his sleeves rolled up, he's holding a box of popcorn. Mm -hmm. And he's in a movie theater. And behind him, in the darkness, is Dan Quayle, walking around like a little clone in the background. <laughs> and right behind George Bush is Dan Aykroyd and Kim Bassinger. And obviously, they are at the premiere of a movie called uh, My Stepmother is I remember Mary. that movie. Mm -hmm. Now, this is remember a Weintraub entertainment cinema. group film. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Weintraub and Mr. Bush are friends. I did some research. I found out how this story came about. George called Weintraub and said, Do you have a movie? He needed a little promotional thing to stick on the air. Mm -hmm. So it's, it simply shows how... The political establishment is yeah. directly in cahoots with the entertainment industry and the media and how they just collude behind the scenes to make exactly news stories look like that has the appearance of news but it's really just advertising. i believe the expression is one hand washes the other hand's penis yeah i'm pretty sure that's what they do yeah. behind closed doors pretty and, sure that's uh, how they say it look you know if you're if you're into conspiracy theory and and uh, you know finding out more about the illuminati and how it works and just listen to frank zappa man he's he's got it all pretty much does he use the down. term illuminati though i don't know how much he actually i haven't yeah just to be honest i'm i'm kind of like I think it's time to let go. Like, even if they call themselves, like there is actually an organization that calls themselves the Illuminati. I really think using that term is, you know, it, it undoes any good that you could possibly be doing yeah. by whatever information you're spreading because people hear it, they trigger on the conspiracy theory thing. That's right. And they just yeah. think it's rubbish. And you don't need to call them the Illuminati. The, no. the popular term at the moment is deep state, I believe. they just Deep call state. Them. Right. Uh, shadow government was before that. It doesn't really make any difference to me, but... But I, oligarchical you know. elites I like that one because it yeah. sounds fancy you know I mean there's but but yeah elites again that was like the, the Occupy Wall Street thing globalists kind of overdid that. globalists is too much Alex Jones fucking globalists yeah, that's right but yeah it's it's just hard to know how to talk about these things you need something to reference it yeah, you need a shortcut people, main, but main reason I would I would only use Illuminati term is because a lot of people know it and they know exactly what you're talking yeah. about as soon as but you mention it. But to be clear, it. when you talk about Illuminati, you're not talking about a secret society. You're talking about the powers that shouldn't be. I'm talking as... in a pretty broad term. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. it's not necessarily that you believe there is a secret society called the Illuminati right now in current day that has little meetings like the, like the Freemasons or whatever. But it's more, that's just a word that we can use yeah, to, to, exactly. as shorthand. Yeah, yeah. But when we use shorthand, we tend to sound clicky, cliquey, and conspiracy theorists, and uh, it, it starts to... It's it's hard to be general when you're talking conspiracy, isn't it? It is, because there's always a lot of detail behind... We were talking about this last week, actually, when we were saying we wanted to do more specialised yeah, podcasts. Yeah. There's a lot of detail behind the conspiracy theories that you can never get to because of that barrier of the conspiracy theory. People won't listen to the detail. It's been, uh, you know, fairly demonized quite successfully, I think, by, um, you know, probably George Soros-run media outlets. You know, yeah, Branding right. themselves as alternate media, you know. That's right. Putting all this ridiculous conspiracy out there so people go, oh, that's just silly bullshit that I shouldn't listen to. But it's, I mean, we would always come at, come at it from the perspective like ages ago when we first started talking about this stuff as... You know, even if we don't believe any of it, it's they're quite interesting stories, and they yeah, you know, that they're, they're uh, you know at least well thought out. Well, know, I think of lies. the I've always thought of it as the you know with from the point of view of integrating it into fiction. So, when we did our celebrity slash ups, that was a good example of where we took the ideas from conspiracy theories and stuff. That's uh, some of which we believe, some of which we don't. Some were just ridiculous, but... and some which are just downright silly. And we used it in our fictional creations. And I think that's actually really interesting because, you know, every lie has 10% truth and good fiction always has a core of truth in it. Yeah. So even if you're using fantastical ideas from the conspiracy community, you can create much more interesting stories around that than, say, a science fiction story that's set on a planet that no one's actually ever been to and doesn't really exist, or even worse, a fantasy story like, uh, you know, like Lord of the Rings that's set in Middle Earth. I find that really hard to relate to, but when it's conspiracy theory, even when it's nonsense, I can say, well, that I can imagine happening in my world, and I can really relate to it. 
Whether or not I believe it really is happening in the world is a different thing, but I at least can see how it could, what it would look like. I can easily see how, you know, things could be um, coordinated behind what, you know, what we see as as media, either, you know, no matter what you watch, whether it's TV or YouTube or whatever, we all get advertised to. Yeah. In um, in some form or another, so you can easily I can easily see how something could exist behind that because it is so distracting. Yeah, I mean, there's such an effort made to distract people. That's you know, there's definitely an agenda that's very visible behind the scenes. When you, yeah. you see it in the media, you see it in advertising, you see it in see it in uh, music. popular culture, see it in popular popular music, right? I mean, popular that's, music and, and movies. That's, and what's the purpose of putting it in popular music to get through to? The younger minds, exactly. The yeah. easier, Condition them. easier uh, influenced brains. You, you in see it the in the education system. You see it in you know, like you don't even need crazy conspiracy theory. You know, people covering their eye for the you know to symbolise the eye of Horus or making the six 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 symbol with their fingers. You don't need any of that stuff. But that stuff is there. It is happening. You can use whatever logic there, you want. There to is explain a threat. It. There is a threat of that sort of behaviour in in popular culture. Oh, you see kids wearing media. Illuminati t-shirts and stuff. I, I actually know. saw. You see Satanists on the train, dude. I, the, yeah. There are Satanists living here in, you know, in right. Packingham with us. They're probably the ones who are bombing the cafes. Wow. Lucifer told me to do it. <laughs> but no, they're, I mean, whether or not they're actually practicing Satanists, I have no idea, but they're wearing all of the, you know, the, the gear. They're dressed like witches or, you know, like it's, I guess you'd call it gothic. Um, yeah, outfit, but, but in, in saying but they're that, witches, they're in, essentially. In saying Wiccan that, I grew up in a, in a country town with with quite a lot of people who are into death metal music and that sort of stuff, and they look like that too. Like, no, 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 I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about someone who's just you're talking about something else. Got a like a Slayer T-shirt that's got some um, yeah, it's got you know, Luciferian and, symbolism and in it. And stuff. I'm talking about guys who are literally like they've got tattoos, tattoos of the five pointed star, you know, the pentagrams, the yeah, symbols all the, and. All that stuff, you know, like they've got, you know, I think tattoos on their arms saying, I love Satan, you know, I mean. Is there an agenda in the tattoo industry, in that sort of uh, body art industry, that, you know, that sort of symbolism is more represented or I was thinking about that recently. That's a a pretty subtle one if if that's going on. Why are tattoos always fairly evil? I know a tattoo artist, so I could ask her. Why are tattoos always, you know, skulls and, um, you know, even the, you know, I love my mother always has like a, like a, a, a knife cutting through the heart or something like yeah, that. A bleeding heart yeah, or a barbed it's, wire. It's weird. It's like such a, such negative symbolism. I mean, my, my tattoo many, is not negative though, is it? How many positive tattoos do you see? Well, yours is pretty positive. It's, from, a, positive. it's from an animated series. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's positive in the sense of what it means to me. I guess in a, in a way, it's uh, in popular culture, it's a negative uh, I don't know. Is it negative? Is he a negative evil, character? Evil character. The, the evil yeah, monkey. The evil monkey, yeah. I don't know. That's what it I, is. I, I wouldn't say he turned out to be a negative character in the series. Cause no, I don't think he did. His backstory was all explained. He was heartbroken and... Uh, That's you right. Know, uh, yeah, it's I just remember something about that. But um, came, came home and found his monkey wife with another monkey, hmm. I believe. Kind of as... Yeah, just a sad story in the end. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> And yeah, I mean he's he's angry, but uh, but that doesn't make him bad. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to ask, like, because I know a few people with tattoos. It'd be interesting to ask them, you know, what I think I've asked uh, a couple of my friends before. Sort of what? Well, we know what drives Angus because he loves he loves rap and hip hop and stuff. So yeah, he gets like big rap stars yeah imprinted on his body. <laughs> well, that's a good way to go. Um. So that's, has he, has he that's got a, positive. Has in he my got a opinion. puck on his on his body? Has um, he got a what? A two puck? Uh, no, not sure. To be honest, no, I don't think so. But would that have been an influence for Angus? Do you think? Uh, no doubt, he would have been some sort of influence, but influence probably not everybody. But probably not, not a favourite because Angus is sort of into newer stuff, I guess. Like, yeah. So that wouldn't have been as popular. He's a youngster, isn't he? He's quite young. He's a fair bit younger than than us old farts. Yeah. Well, he would have been about half your age when you met him. Yeah, he was like sixteen when I first yeah. met him. I think. Yeah. Sixteen so years old, getting it's drunk. depressing, isn't it? Really, when you think about how old you are. Well. It's all perspective, isn't it? Like I, I, I refereed. Not last really. Night. It's a, it's a pretty specific number. Well, if your, if your, if your perception is, is, th- there's so much of an age gap between 
the people I like spending time with, and that's a negative thing, then yeah, you no, feel I'd, bad about it. I've never never concerned myself with that, uh, as you know. I see it. I see it as um, you know, it's just it's, it's it's just who you relate to more, and yeah. age age is kind of you know irrelevant. In, in yeah, most but it's, it, the interesting thing about aging is the way your brain stays the same regardless of aging. It's something that you don't understand yeah. when you're young. I I I and I think I've sort of tried to keep it that way or something. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I think keeping childhood to, uh, alive is uh is uh, the childlike quality alive is yeah, really are... important. It's something that I've always clung to or clinged to. Clung? Clang? Clung, I think it is. Whatever the, whatever the correct word is. Um fucking English made your the <laughs> Obviously not or I would know the answer. But yeah, I, like when I when I did work experience as a kid, I did it at an advertising agency, and I remember being very struck with how revered these advertising executives were for being able to come up with like one idea a month. You know, like they yeah. would just come up with one, like a slogan, or how about we change this color to yellow, or um, or why don't we use the symbol of a lion? I just imagine like you know someone. In that sort of setting, in a boardroom meeting sort of thing, like someone stands up and just because it breaks so much boredom for everyone else, it is. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh well done. Yes. Yeah. Nice oh, you've done it again. Nice but it, one. It literally was like that, Let's and they were so lunch. highly respected for being creative. And I always thought when I was a kid, like I was like, well, I've got a million ideas in my head right now, and I really don't think that's impressive. And I want to make sure that I don't get to his age which is probably almost exactly the age that I am now and say that I'm stuck for ideas and that one idea a month is somehow a miracle. You know, I want, I want the creativity to be easy. I want it to be Yeah, cultivated. you want to tra- train your mind to be creative all the time. That's right. And, I, I, and I've, you know, I slipped away from that for about 10 years and I've, I've made a big effort to bring it back over the last yeah. three or four years, maybe five right. I guess it's been a five-year process probably. It takes, from- takes a long time to change your own mind. Yeah, it takes Doesn't a long it? time. Well, to condition yourself to for something that actually sticks, yeah, takes a long time. And then there's learning. I, I, I had to learn a whole bunch of new stuff, because back when when we were kids, all people, I had to do was pick say... up a fucking pencil and draw a penis, and everyone thought I was creative. Now you've got to learn like it's a bit After harder Effects, than that. and yeah, it's a bit harder than that now. You've isn't got it? to learn how to record a podcast. You know. Well, I think we've learned how to do that fairly. Oh, we're the masters. We're the masters um, of that. So. This is this podcast is just going worldwide now. I've had to learn how to like rap. I mean, who would yeah. would you have ever picked it that I would even try to do that? <laughs> that I would ever have any well, a, a not, notion to certainly not five years ago. Yeah, um, not I would five have years ago thought no. thought differently. Um, but now, you know, I've actually, fairly the, turned around on that. Because five years ago, when when I was living in the Philippines and you were there, it was around the time that I first tried to rap. Remember you and I, we both did a, a little rap piece and I did the Gwyneth Paltrow song. Yeah, right. Yeah. Which eventually became a rap review. It completely changed. All the lyrics are changed and obviously re-recorded and different music. Started and out differently. And I did that to the tune of, uh, what was that Wiz Khalifa, that first Wiz Khalifa hit? The Black and Yellow song? No. Was that his first hit? Maybe the second uh, one. Then. I uh, feel like it was before that. Uh I'm thinking of that Kick Push song, but that's not Wiz Khalifa. No, is it? no, it wasn't that. That's Lupe Fiasco. Anyway, I just took the uh, you know the instrumental version of that, tried to do a rap over the top of it, and I yeah. thought, you know what? Bad microphones, bad voice, bad vocalization, everything was wrong. But I thought, you know, that's actually not impossible to passable? get good at. It's was not. It, you thought it was passable. I could understand some of the things that I said, but to me, like I've always said to you, to me, <laughs> well, the only important. thing that's yeah. the only thing, the most primary thing. <laughs> that's important in music to me is being able to understand the lyrics. And I think that's something that's been lost uh, for years now. And, and I think it's definitely not a focus. It's definitely not a focus for some people. I don't no. think they see it as important as other people perceive no, it. That's, to be. that's pretty much all I, I care. I mean, for, I like a good tune as much as the next guy. I think for us, important. we're in line with that, that type of uh, thing where, you know, we need to understand. Yeah, we did. I mean, we started doing, Songs, you know, ages ago. Yeah, we've just always by done it. Yelling into a bad microphone and yeah. and the the number one complaint when we showed it to anyone was I can't understand. Can't you understand guys. a word. It of just that. sounds like you. Yelling. It just sounds like you're screaming. You're just screaming at the top of your lungs, and no one can understand. And we that. were pretty much just doing that. But you know, yeah, we we thought it was understandable. 
fact that because we knew what we had said, but then we, we remembered. Out, then we worked out. <laughs> oh, we just know what we we said, and that's why we can understand it. You know? Yeah, that's right. It's our self-absorbed. But almost. it's it's just a constant evolution, and I think you know you can get to a point in your life where you just stop. You just go. I've learned everything I need to learn. I've got a job now. Um, you know, I don't need to keep learning, and I think that's really sad when that happens. Yeah, I think that's just a mindset, and and um, there's. I don't know why, but it seems to be acceptable, socially acceptable anyway, to kind of shut down your own mind and yeah. stop thinking. Oh, you don't have to stop learn. Creating. Like once you finish university, that's the end of your Maybe learning. Maybe it's once once you um, you know once you're into a stable job, I guess, or a career, and, and you're in an industry, you know, deeply entrenched in some industry, you're a specialist at, at what you do or whatever. Yeah, people are just like, okay, you do your one thing, so you don't need to do anything else. Like your job is the reason for learning. Just go home and sit in front of the TV for eight hours a night. That's fine. But as you know, I think I think knowledge is actually not not just to have a skill or a specialization. Knowledge is the meaning of life. It's yeah, the it's only contemplating thing that things, right? It's a, as well. well. What else is there if we're not just cells like like um, like little pits in a in a CD where we're storing we're knowledge? Not, not just like a bunch what, of what is the purpose of us? If it's not that, it's it's not to be well, that's moral. That's a big question, isn't it? Right? Like, I mean, uh, religion will tell you it's to be I live a moral could, life. We right? could do a multiple part series on the absolutely on this kind of subject matter. But as far as I'm concerned, accumulating knowledge is the purpose for people. We're just cells of memory for a larger, uh, you know, for the universe, for a larger entity or whatever. Yeah. Whether it's larger a, living. Yeah, whether organism. it's a sentient thing or you know whatever. If it's you call it God, I mean, I guess it's that's what god means to some people but whatever it is we're like just the memory cells and if we're not accumulating knowledge we're not particularly useful i think right in that sort of perspective and that, and that has to be a mindset you have to be you know conscious of doing that every yeah. day trying to learn something or but, if, but think about all exercising your creativity or giving some big ideas some exactly some but but it's it's recording them it's it's not just thinking it because interpreting a thought it? A thought just goes into the ether and evaporates, but it's taking the thoughts and making something that will last out of it. Yeah. Whether whether or not it's just telling another person, like or having a podcast is a, a good example where you know you have conversation three listeners who take yeah. something away from whatever three, you say. maybe four maybe yeah four. maybe four this week maybe some fingers random crossed ones across SoundCloud maybe yeah maybe <laughs> maybe not. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really do think it's important and it's, you know, I think it's, it's sad when people shut down. They, and I don't think they ever really do. I think they do it in secret. They take it, take it down to the basement well, it's an and easy... watch YouTube videos and never tell anyone about it or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's a kind of, well, like I said, it's, it's socially acceptable and it seems to be the easy, easy option. Yeah. You know, and because people, uh, aren't, I guess, um, it's a word I'm looking for. They're not. They're not denigrated for it. They're not sort of questioned on it or challenged on it at all. And no. Then they don't. Well, know, I am challenging anyone who's listening. <laughs> when We're people, challenging you. When people like when conspiracy theorists, they always say, "Oh, wake up! You're you're asleep, you sheeple!" and blah. You know all this insulting stuff that they say to make themselves feel superior. Yeah. I think the real waking up is just learn something new. It doesn't really matter what it is. Just go outside of your comfort just zone. Just be active. Do something yeah. for yourself like that it's, it's wasn't not, told to you by some other third party. You know, you, it's not for me. It just comes it's from your others. own mind. It's it just all comes for you. from your own mind. That's right. For you. Yeah. Chances are you're already doing it and you just, you know, keep Speaking it of the mind. Yeah. We could learn a little bit about how minds are manipulated. Well, I think it's something that uh, and recently, that's come uh, up recently. Our friend Vrilex has got a new video out. God, he's on the ball, isn't he? He's on top of. Uh, he really is. He's on top of all the uh, dead and clone stuff. The now Vrilex uh, had a couple stuff. of weeks off. I don't know what he was doing, but he's come back. He's got a slightly different uh, intro graphics, but he's kept the same sound, obviously, because that's just awesome and iconic. <laughs> and he's changed the font for his uh, for his name, which. Um, not sure if I love the new one, but um, no, I'm warming to it. But I'm I think. all I'm all for reinvention, so yeah. you know I'll go with it. It's it's yellow. It's very thin. So, have we got a clip for this, or do you just want to talk about the Katy Perry? Um, no, no, no. Well, there's a there's I've got a couple of clips. One is uh, people talk, but I think we'll just let's just let's just explain what this thing was. Not not the performance. We'll we'll get to that later. 
But this is um, Katy Perry put out recently. I'm not even sure exactly when it was. Is this uh, let me check the, the Viceland thing. The Viceland thing, yeah. With Siri. So that was June 10, 2007. So it's it's very recent. It was just this uh, last week. Yeah, because I mean, it, I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a fan of Katy Perry at all. Like I don't listen to any of her music hardly at all. Um, but she used to look a lot different. Yeah, she's had a. She used to look a lot transformation. Different. Now she's got short blonde hair, different makeup. She's. You know, uh, well, uh, well what happened was uh, Miley Cyrus stopped looking like that. So That's Katie right. She kind of looks like Miley Cyrus, like exactly. Yeah. And exactly. and she made the uh, she did that song uh, Bon Appetit, which is basically her being uh, cooked and prepared as That's food. That's right. It's it's articulating by a bunch of elites. Yeah, and a lot of yeah. and I think David Seaman was saying um, that he interpreted that as the elites, you know, openly telling us that you know we're, we're just food for them. Yeah, it's all about the spirit cooking and all that kind of crap. And, yeah, uh, they could just eat us whenever they want. It's uh, it's certainly very uh, symbolic, and it means different things to different people. I have no idea what the fuck it meant to Katy Perry. She just like, oh, this is a fun video, and you know, I've watched the behind the scenes, and she doesn't talk about the symbolism or anything like that or what it means. So she's just like, yeah, they just boil me in a soup pot. That makes sense, you know. Very That's clever, creative, and arty. Yeah. She um, I think she says she came up with the idea, but you know, it just uh... doesn't seem. Anyway, she's, she's just willing to take the rap for it. That's all it is. Yeah. Anyway, she's been doing some interesting things since she uh, went insane and cut off her hair and all of that stuff. And it's, you know, as I said to you, echoes of Britney Spears and many other. Yeah, Amanda Bynes, I think, did all this over stuff. Over and over. You know, the, the celebrities very often, they cut off their hair. They go a little bit crazy. You know, they get into the media briefly, then they disappear for a few weeks and they come back and say, oh, I'm okay now. You know, people will remember some... the Charlie Sheen yeah. incident uh, that right. lasted for about a year, I think. That's you know, right. he, he actually talk... started his own little podcast and YouTube channel and stuff and was talking really? crazy stuff on cocaine to the director camera. It was fantastic. I mean, it was really interesting. I'd... I haven't seen much of that. Oh, uh, well, well, we'll look it up. But um, yeah, he was doing it uh, two or three times a week, I think. Well, yeah, time. I mean... Sh- Charlie uh, was always a bit of a loose cannon, wasn't he? He, uh, yes, he was. He was always a bit of a loose he's cannon, not a bit of a party though. animal. Um, but yeah, he's very quiet these days. He's turned around after all that, and that's that's what happens. Well, that's quite pattern. commonplace. That's what we're with, talking about with these. Uh, so, these Katie, guys. Katie Perry, very much um, uh, doing some strange stuff, live streams and stuff, uh, very personal stuff. And this came up uh, um, eight days ago where she actually recorded, and I don't want to say it was like a vlog, it's it's not, it's a studio setting, so it's obviously very... What what is this show that's on Viceland that this guy is... It's called The Therapist. Um, The Therapist. Yeah, it's this creepy therapist. I haven't watched any of the other stuff. Basically, yeah, there's a a lot of therapists that have commented on this video saying this is not... Really, this is this not what therapy sounds like. like that's not what is. therapists say. And not do. that we look to TV shows, even on the internet now. You can't look to a TV show for you know accurate, factual. No, you're not going to go to Judge Judy to find out what the law is, and you're not going to go to this. That's uh, right. What's his name? Uh, Siri. Siri the therapist. Siri Singh. Siri Singh. Yeah. So you're not going to go to Siri Singh. For therapy, Certainly but not. Katy Perry apparently did not not with the way he pats himself on the back anyway. And she broadcast it live. This was live. This was broadcast live. live. I believe it was a live stream. So I just wanted to play one bit of it. Let's play the bit first, okay. then we can get into the discussion about it because this triggered off conspiracy theorists and all sorts of things. And there's been a lot of discussion about it on the web. So uh, let's hear a little bit. Uh, this is it goes for an hour, so yeah. you're only hearing a small bit. It's very small. Let's uh, establish. Uh, one of the juicier bits uh, that uh, that's triggered people off. I guess that, like, you know, I'm really strong as Katy Perry. Yes. Sometimes I'm not as strong as Catherine Hudson, and like. And Catherine doesn't have to be strong. Who's but um, you know, people like talk about All my right. hair, right? Yes. And they don't like it, or they wish that like it was longer. Uh-huh. And like, I so badly want to be Catherine Hudson that I don't even want to look like Katy Perry anymore sometimes. Okay. And like, that is a little bit of why I cut my hair is because I really want to be my authentic self, yes. like a hundred percent. And it, and so it hurts, you know, when. I don't yeah, that'll do. 
Anyway, you get the idea. She's talking about uh, having um, two personas. Now, of course... Distinct uh, from each other, yep. Probably. Uh, I don't know if we've talked about it before on the podcast, but, um, you know, there's uh, quite a lot of celebrities that have these alter personas that they talk about. They give That's them right. names. Beyonce. Uh, they have a, Beyonce has a Sasha Fierce Rihanna. stage presence. Uh, All the big Does ones. Rihanna have one? I don't know. I think she's just Rihanna. She's, I think she's just But she's frequently, she was frequently referred to as the princess of the Illuminati. That's in her early, early work. Yeah, that. But that wasn't a name she gave herself. But you've got Lady Gaga's got a bunch. She even did a video with her and her Eminem, alter Nicky ego. Minaj. There's, a, there's the a lot of them. There's a lot. Eminem. That's well. Eminem's got three, isn't he? He's got Eminem. He's got Marshall Mathers. He's got Slim Shady. He's probably got a few others now. There's probably he's more collecting them like fucking candy. Yeah, there's probably at uh, Easter. Yeah, there's probably a whole gang. Yeah, that's right. A whole gang in there. So the reason it sets off conspiracy theories is because of the whole MK Ultra theory, which is very uh, difficult to cover quickly. However, it's basically a form of mind control where you traumatize someone, splitting their personalities into multiple um, fragmented personalities. Um, and so the core persona, and he was actually using these this terminology during this therapy session. So he's yeah. aware of it. He, he's aware of the the idea of it. Um, yeah. So uh, and the the purpose is that if you can create an alter personality, you can basically train this one like it's a blank slate, like it's a new newborn kid, yeah. and train it to do whatever: play the piano, be a genius, uh, whatever. Because the human mind's capabilities are a mystery and Basically, yeah, uh, Manchurian any, candidate type. Of Manchurian scenario. candidate is obviously that was the purpose for MK Ultra to see if you could create an undetectable assassin. However, um, the conspiracy theory is that this is used throughout the entertainment world that a lot of celebrities have this so applied to them. Yeah, so they're controlled and so that they do what the industry yeah. wants, kind of thing. Again, so they don't speak out. So, you know, uh, when when Katy Perry suddenly. Um, you know, decides to chop off her hair and whatever. This is her somehow supposedly shaking her programming um, by cutting off her hair. Not just she wants to be her authentic self, but she wants to stop being this created personality, um, Katy Perry. Yep. Right. So obviously it's... So it's, what are the other indicators of, of uh, you know, uh, entertainers like Katy Perry trying to break the programming? Well, I mean, general crazy behavior. I mean, you, you know, you've had all sorts of things. Like Britney cut off her hair as well. Britney cut off her hair, but she also hung a baby over a, a balcony and, and did all sorts of crazy stuff to get taken away. Um, I, I believe the most recent one was um, Kanye, of course, who uh, they've got the footage of him getting on stage and, and essentially talking about how we're all slaves and... Yeah, you know, exactly. talking about he doesn't use the word Illuminati, I don't think, but he and a he, lot of people, if you, if you ask people who actually went to that concert or you know, um, yeah, who actually went and saw that performance, they talk about that bit as the standout bit of yeah. the show. They don't talk about the music; they talk about the rant. No, that's right. That he went on for about twenty minutes at the end. You know, basically detailing, you know, how people are controlled. Because you have was, to do it in a, in and a that moment he was, like that. He was a conduit of it. He was helping him do it. He is. Yeah, I mean, he's one of the worst. Yeah. So they had to they had to shut him up. They did like take him away, put him in hospital, and no yeah. one heard from him for three weeks. Then he came out shunk, uh, shaking uh, Donald Trump's head. Exactly, and all of a sudden he's uh, very demure and well behaved, and uh, yeah, he's not punching any more, you know, photographers or uh, no, he's not creating uh, headlines. With he's tweets. not ridiculing Taylor Swift anymore. No, or saying he's going to fuck her. He probably already has. That's probably yeah. what he went away for. So, I mean, another indicator is like, and then another famous one is the um, the weatherman on that the morning show in America, Good Morning America, or whatever. What's his oh, name? he's uh, yeah. Um, that don't guy. remember his name. <laughs> the guy everyone seen. But he yeah, he had a, a very famous glitch where he he basically froze. Uh, looked like he was in a trance for a good 30, 30 35 yeah, just seconds. Stood there, just stood there staring blankly in the camera. It was it was. Uh, Similar, it happened in the NBA as well. Draymond Green yeah. was in a press conference and he just sort of... Yeah, Beyonce has a out. couple of clips that are like that. I mean, they, most of them do. Katy Perry doesn't have any that I know of. So but, that's she... a, that's a, but, but that's a symptom of, of, of what? Um, the, guy, the person well, it's trying when a, to... It's usually when a trigger word is said to them. You yeah. know, it's like, like a hip, hypnosis trigger word. And they essentially go into a trance state to... 
you know, to become receptive to commands. Al Roker. Al Roker was... Al Roker, yeah, that's who we were thinking And of. the trigger word in that scenario, I think, Holy was Ghost. Holy Ghost, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is interesting because it isn't something that you would hear very common in uh, in just regular conversation. It's, it's quite specific. But it was actually in that news. Uh, she, you know, the, the... What makes you think does, is those sort of shows, are they fairly scripted? Like, is there... Yeah, someone um, knew that she was going to say there that. and you read But the, there's no reason to think that someone who wrote the script on the teleprompter knew what his trigger word was. It might have just been a mistake. No, it's just in the writing of the show, which has happened, you know, yeah. prior to the show being aired. Yeah, it's, it's worth mentioning so. that Al Roker has addressed it. And he said, I was just, it was just a prank. A friend of mine, I wanted to see how long I could just, uh, you know, hold the face. Plausible and, deniability. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it's, it's as good an explanation as any, except that, you know, when it comes to MK Ultra, there's certain undeniable parts of this conspiracy, conspiracy theory that are actually true. There's documents that, you know, with, you know, redacted documents and stuff that came up about experiments that happened in the 50s before it was all closed down. 50s and 60s, right? It was yeah, quite it was. a long... Um, they experimented Quite on... an accepted form of uh, scientific research. Yeah, they like experimented that. on people against their will. They kidnapped people. They did all sorts of things to try and work out our how pa- to create parents, this Manchurian candidate. Our, our parents' generation, basically. It's mm. that generation that, um, you know, experienced all that horrific, uh, what was classed as medical science back, back Well, then. exactly, yeah. You wouldn't look at that, that same shit now. You'd look at it and go, that's horribly traumatic for well, people. absolutely. You know, I mean, obviously, you're not going to put people through torture and then feed them LSD and other drugs. And no, you just um, wouldn't get away and, with that now. Someone you know, obviously well, would. Speak that's not out. necessarily true. <laughs> Seem to be a, an, enough, you know, pedophile rings and stuff going around and getting away away with stuff for plenty of years. So, you know, who knows what's going on yeah, in the background? Don't really. But know the that. the scary part is that with the background of knowing what MK Ultra and, and its goals and what it achieved, if you do the research and look into you know, how that worked and, and it gives you that sort of like insight into how the mind can be split, you know, and it definitely can because it's very well documented and you can go and look at the original documents. Right. There's no way to deny it. And it, as much as it would be more comfortable to deny it, I think we're all susceptible to this kind of um, well, we, know, trauma-based we, mind control is, is how they refer to it. Well, yeah, in the in the in the context of mk ultra it is trauma based yeah i, to I try, invented to try and actually get more p- personalities to form in the person's mind that are controllable yeah the person who's you know administering the therapy or whatever i know when i heard about the cafe bombing i invented three new personalities just from that one event it's traumatic for you yeah obviously the the first one's called dougie he's a plumber uh the second one's called steve-o he's an author doesn't like to be called Steve-O. He prefers to be called Steve-O. Steven. Doesn't like Steve, doesn't like Steve-O. Don't tell him. If I become Steve-O, don't call him Steve-O. Steve-O. I just do it because I can, all right? Because I'm the same person. And then there's um, Felicity. Well, you could, you could, you know, you could, what are these trigger words that are going to set them off? Well, I'm not going to tell you my trigger words. <laughs> well, I, need, I? I need to know. Do Bomb I a cafe to... and I'll tell you that all three of them will come out together. I need to know together, what to avoid. Right? I don't want to trigger <laughs> one of these personalities. All of a sudden they go spastic on me. <laughs> it's only felicity that you need to worry about and only at certain oh, times during one. the month it's a female yeah. one. Oh, geez hope she's not promiscuous yes and let me say that's my first female personality and i do not enjoy having a period <laughs> okay so i try not to become her during certain days during the month i don't know why women don't just take the pill permanently well, and skip it to be honest i really now that i've experienced it anyway go on that aside uh yeah as uh, people- put it aside where it should be Exactly. It it sort of it made it reminded me of um, the movie Split that we uh, we both recently saw that. Yeah. And uh, how they sort of it said in that movie that the splitting of of people's personalities inside their own consciousness and stuff has unlocked certain abilities. That's right for it's... people. So when they become a different personality, they take on different. Uh, you know, physical traits. Well, they go as far to say basically that's the evolution of humanity, that people yeah. um, being able to split into multiple personalities and, and more specialised, almost superhuman so, personalities. Exactly, yeah. That's the extreme of it. But, um, you know, is it possible that this type of, I guess, therapy, to give it a general sort of broad term, you know, um, call it 
hypnotherapy or psychology or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Can it be used to benefit somebody? Well, that's what they were talking about in the Katy Perry one, right? Where there's a lot of comments that are supposedly from therapists saying that's not how you therapy. Yeah. That's not how you that's, therapy. That's a not person. therapy. Yeah. Therapist. <laughs> saying that really what he was saying and how he was You're guiding therapising me off. <laughs> It's not therapist, it's the rapist. There's a reason they spell it that way, peeps. Open your eyes. Language agenda. <laughs> Predictive programming 101, you fools. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely in you know, it's 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 in a lot of th- it's definitely in the industry, I think, in the entertainment industry. That's It's sort not of just form that I think control. I think it's in the elite, the upper echelons of society. I think actually the the way split um, portrays um, broken people as I think it calls them in the movie, the people who yeah. have been traumatized as children. Um, it portrays them as special. I think that's what we're dealing with with some of our elite families and so on, where they deliberately traumatize their children because of the research of MKUltra and all of that. Maybe it's been known for longer, but... Um, and they try to make them special children who will succeed and be able to do things without empathy because you lose your empathy when you're traumatized. That's right. As a child, and the younger the better. And, the, you know, there's, there's a horrible book by a guy called Fritz Springmeier called... Um, how to create an undetectable mind-controlled slave, I think it is, or Illuminati slave, I can't so remember. Is it really that obvious, the title? It's, it says exactly something like that. There's more <laughs> oh, words. I'm missing some words. It's a very long title. However, I did read some of that. I, I sourced oh, it and, and I read the real I've book. I've never read any of it. Uh, well, they, well, you've got nothing to say then, have you? No, this is you'll all just, you. You'll just have to trust me that I'm t- I'll tell you what's in it. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll tell you accurately. Right. So he talks about um, they poke... Um, fetuses with needles through the the woman's belly and stuff. Jesus Christ. There's just horrible stuff. And he also talks about large facilities with children in cages. Prenatal trauma. It's amazing the stuff in there. Like, I mean, it's impossible to believe it because it's so extreme. However, it makes, once you've read something like that, it makes the idea that Katy Perry has a bad therapist sound pretty just reasonable and plausible and that she probably does have split personalities and doesn't make her a crazy schizophrenic it's just a thing that our brain does it's a way our brain operates yeah. and it's being used perhaps against her in a way that they've hooked her up with a bad therapist that's called a handler you know the, in, in the mk ultra world handler or enabler yeah and all they do is manipulate them into doing stuff that the elites want mm. you know whatever so, I, and I, you know, I've examined my own mind since I came across this theory many, many, many years ago now, and it's all there. You can just see it by examining your own behavior. You That's know, right. when I'm, when I'm sitting at my computer doing computer programming, I'm a different person from when I'm sitting watching a movie and I'm a different person when I'm drunk and I'm a different person. Or socializing with other people. Yeah, I'm a different person when I'm having sex. I mean, it's like, if you want to look at it in your own life, I'm a different person when I'm farting or smelling one of Rod's farts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, couldn't, couldn't contain it. And I think it's, I would hope it's something everyone can relate to. <laughs> Not your fart. The idea of being different Farting people. is a very relatable... Uh, it's it's role-playing, right? It's that. a function of the brain. Yeah, it's... Well, th- that's sort of what... Um, you know, I found out through my own experience, you mm. know, having uh, having it articulated to me that there's different... It was put in the... Uh, uh, across as a metaphor to me as people driving the bus. So right. my mind was a bus or my consciousness was a bus and different people could drive it at any one time and they could be enabled or triggered with different things. Right. Alcohol yeah. definitely being one of them. That's a good one. Uh, that um, That's a corker. Back then, that was, and probably still does, that enables quite an evil side of my personality, which I've just named Evil Rod. Yeah. Because you know, <laughs> when he comes out, he's just no holes barred. Yeah, I know him well. I know yeah. him better than you do. You, you don't you, even remember when I he don't, comes out. I don't. I don't. I've, I've never met him personally. No. Um, but I know, I just know he's bad news. He's I can, bad news. I'll give him a message. Next time I see him, if you want, what, yeah. what would I'll, you say? I can try and pass it on, but he, like, he no, no, he I'll give him a message from you. He doesn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, just 
probably go to bed. Yeah, this is just like, go to bed. Go that's to what bed I usually now. tell him anyway. Just go to bed now. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't go to bed later. Go to yeah. bed now. Do it immediately. Until this wears off. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's an interesting topic. I guess we're probably, I don't know what the time on the thing, but it uh, feels like it's been a while. We're almost up to an hour, so. Yeah, yeah. so um, we'll leave, leave that topic for another time. That's a big topic too. I think we could talk is. a lot more about that. And, um, you know, it's quite a valid... I mean, for me anyway, it's quite a valid way to, to look at how the mind works. Like you were saying, it's yeah. it's it's genuinely, in my own experience, how I think my mind does work. Dif- different if, scenarios trigger different types of personalities. And I if you understand those scenarios and the triggers and the types of people that, you know, the types of modes that you can go into, I think it more as a yeah. mode, like a work mode or a, a right. play mode or, or, you know, whatever. Uh, if you understand that, you can trigger yourself into doing what you want. If you want to be more productive and work harder, yep. you can trigger yourself to do that more consistently if you understand how you get triggered to go into that mode. That's right, yeah. You know, for many people, I think just getting on the train and going to work or driving to work or whatever, that's a trigger. That's their trigger. You know, they listen to a podcast on the radio or something like that, yep. hopefully ours, and that triggers them into getting t- into work mode. Yeah. You know, but right now you need to trigger yourself into getting out of fucking bed mode. Go to the toilet. Hopefully, well, actually toilets are fantastic trigger for getting people out of bed though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, if you just get into the habit of not going uh, back to bed after you take a shit. That's right, genuinely. You'll probably wake up a lot earlier you, than you, you do you on average. Earlier, but I don't know, um, usually, usually that's a bit later in the morning. For, me, for you taking a shit. Oh, yeah. like I like I need to ask. Yes, I I know exactly. Yeah, you generally know that know the time around the of day eleven is. o'clock mark is. Uh, yeah, between ten, between and, 10 11. and eleven. Yeah, 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 yeah. somewhere in there. Well, I've been time. waking up at like four thirty in the morning to take a shit, so that's that's very inconvenient for me. It's not a good like time. it's literally halfway through my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to adjust that. Train yourself. Trigger trigger the shit to come at a different time somehow. I'll I'll work on that. So, uh, yeah, well, well, look, let's just wrap it up there then, eh? And uh, we'll talk uh, more about these subjects in further detail in coming podcasts. And I just want it noted that we spoke about Katy Perry for a good 20, 30 minutes and did not mention her tits. Didn't mention her tits, no. So that's pretty good. Well, we did now. We've ruined it. But um, I think it was impressive. Yeah, it shows a, it shows a fair level of maturity, doesn't it? Well, I was thinking about them the whole time. I don't know if that counts. I was thinking about her, you know, having her tits cut off. <laughs> what? Is that bad? It's really bad. Yeah. Is that really bad? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's terrible. I thought it I thought it was. That's why I didn't didn't uh, didn't talk about that. Like with a knife? <laughs> that's a form of trauma in her therapy. <laughs> well, I think I can speak for uh, <laughs> for Katy Perry. They have not been cut off. Hopefully not at all. I hope she's still got her tits. Nor have they lost any volume or appeal. So they're still there. They're still good great. to know. They're still good, good to, to look at. So, Even though she's got ugly hair now. <laughs> so with that uh, horribly traumatizing thought, we'll end the podcast. And uh, I don't feel like I can. Uh, a little bit more, Katie. Um, cheer, cheer up, Katie. So what do you? Wow, that's. He doesn't even speak in complete that's a senses. Lot to carry. <laughs> it's a lot to carry. So that, um, wow. He's yeah. talking about her tits there, though, right? That's a lot to carry. Uh, yeah, it could be. Yeah, I think Russell Brown made a similar comment, and he's seen her naked. Well, good for him. Good for him. He says it was good for him. <laughs> All right, that's it. I'm, I'm done. Yeah, let's just... Oh, can we edit this out? No, we can't. It's, it's really just it's left... It's all going to be included. All it's, of it. It's, it's, being, it's really left a sour oh, note, See, the, the crowd it? appreciates it. Yeah, yeah, well, oh, sorry, I didn't realise we were going to get applause. You Fake or not. son of a bitch. See, Arnie's not happy. Uh, but he's still upset about not knowing what time of day it is. Well, yeah, he, he's Arnie. He doesn't need to know. He can, oh. just, he can just call it whatever he likes. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, we got we got more shit to do. I'm sure you do as well. Get out of bed. Go do it. Go to the toilet. Take a big shit. Whatever it takes. And uh, follow us on the social medias. Although we're incredibly inactive at the moment. Um, a little bit inactive. Yeah. We need to need to probably ramp that up for um, anybody to to look at it. No promises though. There's the odd thing, the odd uh, thingy or two out there. But uh, I'm halfway through the next video. 
Oh, okay, cool. That's something still working on. To. Need yeah. to need to ramp those up and uh, mm-hmm. get some more shit out there. We'll be back next week uh, with more stuff to talk about. Go out of bed. See you later, cunts. See you out of bed. Out of bed. What out of bed. You, my father. <laughs> what are you, my father? No. What are you, my father? No, I'm not. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sure there was a moment there where it was like, would have sounded good to end it there. Yeah, I'm sure. It's not this moment. No, it's definitely not now. Got my ears are hot.